All right, let's get going. <laughs> Welcome to Millennial Wavelengths. Today we have Kalia and well, as usual, we've got a few interesting topics on millennials, AKA Gen Y, Gen Z, which we're naming millennials. So before we, before we started, we were talking about what topics and Kalia was telling me an experience that happened to you over the Christmas break. Tell, yeah. Let's talk about that because I think it's really interesting and really relevant for the audience. Sure. So thanks for having me. It was New Year's Eve. Actually, I lie. It was New Year's Day, the evening of New Year's Day, and my gorgeous friend decided to go around the room. Um, there was 10 of us staying at a house together, which is lots of fun. And she described positive achievements of everybody in the circle, which was really kind. And when she got to me, she kind of said that it was amazing that I'd achieved so much in 2020. And she kind of rattled off a list of things that I'd done from purchasing an apartment to completing my master's to taking up freelance on top of work, staying into my regimes, whatever they may have been. And it obviously made me feel super overwhelmed. So I'd asked her to kind of you know, settle down. Everybody around the table has done just as amazing things. And somebody kind of scoffed under their breath that I was such an overachiever. And it's been, I guess, on my mind ever since. And yeah, that's, I just wanted to bring it up. As... I'm just going to interrupt you now, because yeah. when you, t when you tell me this and when you told me before, I'm seeing the pain, I'm seeing how that hurt you. And it's quite interesting for me, because it's making me realize that why why would that hurt you like it's normal don't don't get me wrong it's normal because sometimes when we achieve good things I remember winning you know we won an award at, when I worked at King's we won marketing department of the year and I was all at first I was really excited but then I almost didn't want to tell people because you don't want to tell people because then they don't you think they don't like you bizarrely that's what happens if you become successful which is what everyone's aiming for then people don't like you <laughs> or you know yeah. or they think or it changes your relationship with them in a way uh, yeah and i don't even know if it was it changed my relationship with the person because i can i know i have an over in that sense yeah, I, yeah definitely overachieved i'm not going to not say that I didn't set myself but you're not goals. you're not an overachiever no not in not no in no a, as in I don't think there's there's such an a such a thing it's a term that we've all used in in the last few years I don't know that it existed before that probably it did but it's not something that was ever really commonplace because mm. we didn't but we're such a judgmental society now. We're such a competitive society. So we have words for everything. Anyone that succeeds is an overachiever. It's never, it, <laughs> it's funny because I bet you, if you spoke to every one of your friends who got those compliments, every one of them would have felt weird in some way. Either the compliment wasn't enough or it was, or they felt ashamed about it, or even even if it's a great success, yeah, right? There's yeah. nothing to be ashamed about, of course, don't get me wrong. But we're in this society where we don't feel good enough every fucking day for anything. And, and your generation has expectations through the moon, through this whole podcast, <laughs> I keep talking <laughs> about expectations. So that's the problem is 
everyone puts expectations on you. You have these expectations for yourself. You tick them off, not enough. What's next? And I think we have expectations because we are wholeheartedly made to believe from the minute we start school or we are parented through our lives. And this is extremely subjective, obviously, based on my observation and my yeah. lifestyle. Um, but we're made to believe that we can achieve, we can become, and we can do anything and nothing can really stop us from getting there. And I think that's where, um, in, in my opinion, the way I've set some of my big goals is yeah. because I've been truly made to believe that I can achieve them if I put my mind to it. Um, but I am, and I think over the last couple of years, it's been the perspective of my friends, which I'm very grateful for, that has shown me that obviously not everybody has the capability to set those kinds of goals and to achieve those kinds of things. And that's why we're all different and that's why. Yeah. But I think, I think, and I've always blamed Gen X and the boomers. I blame our, our generations. Um, for, for me as a, as a Gen X, we, take, we have to take responsibility for that because we gave you guys the belief. We felt like our parents didn't believe in us. So for our children, we wanted you to know that we believed in you and you could do anything, right? We left something out. <laughs> we forgot to say, but you don't have to because yeah. it, there's no guarantee that's the right path for you. There's no guarantee that's going to make you happy does it make all these people happy to hit those heights? Doesn't seem to it from here. Mm. Like we, we've, we're in an age now where we can see everyone's experience. You know, there's a lot of live TV, a lot of reality TV, a lot of news on everyone's life. So anyone that's successful, we can sort of really see in what it's like. But years ago, we couldn't. Mm. So it just looked great. We only saw little tidbits. Now we see that they're normally they're falling apart or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think we forgot to we forgot to say, but it depends on who you are as a person. Because as a person, everyone wants something different. Like some people want to change from being poor to having enough money so they don't have to worry about that. Some people want to set themselves up so they don't have to worry about money. Or some people want to live life for everyone wants something different. Like. Yeah. And to be honest, you spend your whole life trying to work out, well, who am I and what do I really want? <laughs> yeah. And everything we do along the road is just to find that out. So it's never a mistake. No, I think all of my friends this year have come back and we've all spoken about it multiple times that everybody is looking for something that they want to achieve and they want to do, but everyone's so diverse. And that's what I've learned. Like, I'm very lucky to have friends that, yeah. have such differing wants in life you know i've got friends that have started their own businesses mm. um i've got friends that you know completed uni and have done law i've got friends that are still chopping and changing their career and that's all okay and they've all got different yeah. things that they're trying to work out i, I think the, the reason why that comment maybe felt weird to me was because i wholeheartedly don't do things and i don't think that i do things because it was an expectation laid on me. If, if I go back and unpick why I actually did each and every one of them, I, I've got a reason for it and a personal yeah. reason for it. Yeah. Um, but I know that there are people out there that probably just do it because their parents push them to do it or because they're made to be told that. Yeah, or who knows? Or you're or right. Like everybody has different reasons. But I think if you go back to the... Go, always when something like that happens... 
think of how it makes you feel. And like like I was saying, I felt I saw that emotion and felt that. And I felt that myself before and had to work out why. And it's more than that. It's because even this is a bit deep, but sometimes I think when that happens to us and we don't stand up and go, I know, thank, you know, it was a great year. Thank you, everyone. You know, we don't stand up and go, thank you. I'm so happy yeah, with I myself. Uh, we, we could never say, oh, yes, I'm so happy with myself. Mm. One, everyone would go, sit the fuck down. <laughs> yeah. but, but two, it's because we don't feel worthy. Yeah. You don't feel worthy yet in yourself. You don't feel worthy. You feel like nothing you do is good enough for you, not for anyone else, for you. That, and that's the struggle you'll go through. It's like I, I had exactly that feeling when I was doing an event one day and someone said, this is fantastic, and I almost told them off, right? Because I didn't I, – I was I almost, like, was rude to them and they were telling me I did a great yeah. job. I, I couldn't take it. I couldn't take it. And, you know, later on in some course somebody said to me, it's because you don't feel worthy. And I'm like, oh that because you, know, you don't and that's the thing you've done all that and you still don't feel worthy but you're not alone <laughs> a lot of us a lot of us still don't it takes you a long time to realize that you are I mean if I could fast track anything for Millennials it would be that that you're worthy that you're worthy just exactly as you are. you are well you know what I'm like I spend yeah, yeah. most of my time telling every young person I know stop you are enough, you have enough, you do enough. <laughs> you are enough as you are. Just stop and please have some fun while you can. Not in COVID times, obviously, no fun allowed. <laughs> do you think it's because we're seeking like constant, um, what, what's the word? Approval. Approval, yeah. Or Yes, yes and no, because everybody needs a pat on the back. The problem is what happens to you guys is you I think you get less pats on the back in a way because you 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 are so good <laughs> in a way you know what I mean like it's expected mm. like when you rattle that off who's who's surprised that you did that no one it's and, it's absolutely expected what, I'm not the only one <laughs> exactly <laughs> Everybody so everyone's a bit blase now yeah, exactly. like it's like oh yeah you did that yeah so yeah whatever you know like it kind of has become a con common, not a common achievement, but more common to hear yeah, people have such incredible accolades yeah. or incredible And I think that's the thing is they used to be, and it's much more, it's sort of like the, the stakes raise when everyone starts doing the things, right? And then everyone does those and then it goes up and goes up. Like, it, you, you know, people used to just be praised for, well, actually... I don't know if they'll pray. I mean, they pray well, praise because they got their license. But the freedom that came with that—they that was more what we enjoyed. We had freedom, whereas for you guys, it's it's much more around achievement. But I do suspect it's always been my theory that the expectations were set too high. They were set so high, like you said it in the introduction. You can be anything you want. That is setting the expectation up here. I've got my hand in the air, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the top of the mountain. Here you go, people. This is your expectation. So you're starting your journey 
always trying to to go up and it's never it's never there because you're not prime minister yet mm. tell me when you're prime minister no, thank right? you. I'll, I'll stop here now <laughs> well no i'd like to see you as prime minister <laughs> but and that's the thing is as much as i say this i'm as guilty as everybody else because we see the talent in young people we see the talent the drive the smarts the passion we see all that and we're like Fuck, they can be anything. We really believe that. But the problem with saying that is we're not helping you build self-esteem because in my view and everything that I've learned about it, to build self-esteem, you have to sort of, you have to surpass your expectation. Mm. And if your expectations are so high, how do you surpass them? You don't. How can, what, what can you be unless you become an astronaut? You're not going to surpass anyone's expectations because all your expectations are so high. I'm going to have these houses. I'm going to have my master's degree. I'm going to, I might, you know, I'm going to, like, they're really high in a way. You know, they're already started off high. If the expectations were, oh, look, ultimately I'd love to find myself in a nice home with a nice family in my when I'm in my 50s or whatever, right? If it was something like that, that leaves a whole lot of space for you to succeed, to exceed a lot of things. Oh, wow, look, I'm in this career. I didn't expect to be in that. Oh, look, I'm here. And there you build self-esteem. And I think maybe that's because, you know, entering these kinds of, um, you know, secondary degrees, let's just pick the masters, for example, as yeah. one of those achievements. Um, is it because of the pressures of people, you know, in the next generation above us or others around us that have said, you know, once you finish your undergrad, it's a good idea to take up a master's or when you're searching someone on LinkedIn that you admire and you look at their achievements and you go, oh, look, they've got X, Y, Z achievements. That's probably how they got this role. It's all these subtleties that... Yeah probably aren't spoken about enough that's actually creates a lust or a you know that tick in your brain that goes i think i need to do that or i, I would be good to tackle that it's an expectation do you know and it's not yep. that somebody actually says it to you it's no. these small but you know things. what they're doing which you know i want to i want to yell at gen x and, and baby boomers and you know i do and i do yell at them and myself is they're trying to, they know so much more now than they've ever known, especially women, right? Especially women, especially the mothers. Mm -hmm. The mothers from my generation, it's my generation it really is probably the first generation X, some baby boomers of women who absolutely had freedom, as in we could go and work and live and support ourselves and did not have to get married to live, just to bloody live, right? Mm -hmm. The generations before had to do that. So I think what happens is we we learnt that, hang on a minute, we can do this. If we work and look after ourselves, we don't have to rely on anyone. That's that's, that's a true. big deal. That's a massive deal. And it's a lot it's a lot um newer than we all think it is. It's a lot younger, um, in a way. But so what happens is it's like with anything, when, when you learn something, you want to help someone else. So what they're trying to do is build some scaffolding around their kids in a way. Like, we know, we know the path. We've done it. Yeah. <laughs> we walked into success. This is what you do. And we've seen it. Everyone we know that's been successful has done this, this, this. So if I get you to do this, this, and this, 
you'll be fine. And to be fair, they, they're right in a way because you are and most of most of your generation that have been educated, you know, done their degree, a better position than they've ever been because the world is there. Like it's not e necessarily easy, but they've opened so many, many more doors. doors yes. Yeah, right. And the base, the foundation that you're starting from is so much better, so much better. Like they're. Uh, you know, like when I did my master's, I think there was only 20% of the country had a master's. And I think it's a lot more than that it's now. probably doubled now. Mm. But same with undergraduate. Undergraduate numbers were so low and we don't, know, don't even realise that the circles that you live in, sometimes you just assume everyone has an undergrad. Yeah, and I also believe that this whole concept of you know me taking up my master's might um, correlate to some other people in other ways that they keep busy and I think that's a millennial thing keeping busy and wanting to be busy and wanting to tackle something new whether that be a new skill or a new hobby or you know reading more books yeah. or tackling more tasks there's there's never a day when I speak to friends or my family that their days aren't jam-packed and I maybe think that the lifestyle has shifted um I think it's Due to competition. Due to competition and maybe just due, I, I guess, privilege has also, you know, back at school, I also True. was constantly in after-school activities. I was constantly busy. I've grown up to love being busy and people always call me out on wanting on being busy. Yeah. But when I actually think about it, they're also busy. They're just not doing things yeah. that are the same busy that I'm doing. Yeah. But no one really sits still for that long anymore and enjoys their own company and can you know just sit and think without technology and that brought me to that other topic i wanted to speak yeah. about today which yeah. is about constantly being present yeah whether that means being present on your phone being present in your group chat being present physically yeah there's little time spent with yourself and yes. making decisions that aren't influenced by so many other people and you always have to be on which is exactly what you're saying by being present at first, I wasn't 100% sure what you meant, but that's what you mean. That you guys always have to be on. It's a bit like now when I get up, if I'm working from home, you know, I used to just, don't get excited, people, but wander around my bra <laughs> or whatever, right? And now I'm like, oh, shit, someone might call me. All right, now I've gotten to the habit of put your makeup on, put, your, put a top on at least, you know, <laughs> in case someone calls. But it's always being on, right? Yeah. Um. But for you guys, it's completely different. Like you've, you know, it's, it's lucky you are a generation that's smarter because what you've got to deal with is a lot more. You have to be on, like you said, across all those mediums, across whatever social media is. And you don't even really get to choose that. You have to go with the crowd. Oh, it is yeah. so exhausting. <laughs> if I just walk you through my morning, if you'd like to. Yes, go on, do it. So. I made a goal this year to hopefully move my phone. I haven't done that yet. It's already, what date is it? <laughs> so I'd like to not it's have February. my phone. Yeah, no, yeah. not quite. I'd like to not have my phone on my bedside table as a starting point because we, or I personally, go to bed on my phone and then I wake up and that's the first thing that I look at. Even though I've changed my alarm clock to my Google Home, I still pick up my phone in the morning. I now have an Apple Watch as well, which I have multiple friends on that now track my activity how many steps I'm doing a day, whether I'm going to close my goal rings. Oh, my God. And your friends track them. And I track them. It's a two-way street. Why? Well, I guess it's a part of 
making because sure I, healthy. I'm just looking at you. <laughs> I, I'm just looking at you here. Have you ever not been healthy in your life? No. Yeah. So it's anyhow, just, <laughs> it's just more. It's fun. You get to say, "Oh, she finished a workout." It's just you're constantly. Is online. it fun? Um, Is that fun? If you're because fun has changed. <laughs> if you're collaborating with somebody on something like if i'm with my sister and we're doing pilates together it can be fun but what if you're just playing cards for god's sake or something that is fun that's not about who you are it's not about measuring you how many things do you do that are not about measuring you in some way often i meet with my friends and we just do game nights so we'll have Good. you know no phones on the table we'll just play old school board games we played articulate last week fantastic we do do that we make a conscious effort i think some people don't do that mm. but regardless there is that need to be present even if you're switching off for two hours and you're playing board games and you're having a fun night with friends you still go home and you're on netflix or you're on your phone again or you're still texting somebody to say hey what's your plans for tomorrow or you're yeah. browsing the internet or you're checking a linkedin update it's just constant and it is so goddamn exhausting it's really tiring it is and there's just such a hesitation. I have a few friends that have deleted their Instagrams, deleted their Facebooks, and I want to be able to do the same, but I just don't or I can't. I don't yeah, know what yeah. it is. Yeah. And yeah, and even the presence, it kind of extends to being um, so nervous about what other people think. I think I'm pretty good at this. Like I'm normally one to post, say, do whatever. Yeah. Within boundaries, obviously. Of yeah. Hopefully not offending people or doing anything ridiculous, but... I have lots of friends that hesitate to put things up or to, to do anything because they're so concerned about the reaction or yeah, the yeah. judgment. So, yeah. And that's another reason you're on because even when you're not actually posting, you're thinking about it. So no one... Does, do you no, kind of get what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, I completely get what you're saying and it scares me. It into a spiral. It scares me because nobody can actually be themselves. Nobody feels comfortable to be themselves, really. Because if you're being... I mean... It's completely understandable because a lot of us don't know what we're allowed to say, do, any in any yeah. sense anymore. It's like, a very bizarre time. It is a very bizarre time. <laughs> Everything we say is offensive. It doesn't matter if you're a decent person and you, you've always done the right thing by all types of people. If you say one word, oh, all of a sudden you're the devil, which is ridiculous. You know, we've got to stop that and we've got to... We've just got to realize that people are imperfect, completely imperfect. We really are. Like, and we've also, it's not our fault. <laughs> I was, it's sort of not our fault because it's our personality types for a start. I was watching a video on extrovert and introverts yesterday and I'm like, see, this is why I'm like that. It's not my fault. <laughs> you know, like it's like, extra, it was talking about how introverts will will say things in a roundabout way. Say they're describing another person and they'd say, oh, this, well, he's very, you know, they'd say something like, well, I find when he's talking to someone, he's a bit like this and blah, 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 right? They'll just, mm. you know, whereas an extrovert will go, he's an asshole. <laughs> and <laughs> that's, that's me, right? And I get myself into trouble. Like part of what people love about me is I call it, say, yeah, it, say it as it is. Say it as it is, but I get in so much shit. But in a way, in a way, I feel like I've been lucky because I've 
that makes me make a lot of mistakes. <laughs> so I've naturally made a lot of mistakes, which means I've realized I can survive mistakes. You know, I can pick myself up or explain it or whatever and, and get around it. Whereas if I was on the other side where I couldn't make a mistake, fuck, how do you learn? How do you, how do you develop? How do you get anywhere? And it's just freezes you. And, you know, and I'm starting to feel like, you know, especially now people are just, they, they just don't know who to be anymore. Mm. And if, if I'm struggling, if I'm struggling with my personality, because I've got such a strong, um, brave per type of personality, yeah. like I'm a fighter, not a fleer. Very honest. Yeah, I'm very honest. I'm very, <laughs> I'll give anything a go. I'll have a, you know. If, if I struggle, how the hell is every, anyone else um, surviving? Which is, mm. I always think about. Um, but I think it's just, I started to realize that I'm okay as I am. <laughs> and, and you'll see, those little things will come to you every now and then in your life. There'll be a moment where you go, you know what, I was just 100% myself then and it worked. Mm. Every time that happens, but, you know, I want to say, save it, store it, take it in. Take that in, keep that in way more than any of the others. Because when you get to be, you can only be yourself anyhow. And when you get to be that person and it's okay, and start to laugh at yourself. So a way to handle that, you know, oh, she did this, this, this. Take the piss out of yourself. Just say, yes, and tomorrow I'm going up Kilimanjaro, <laughs> and then the next day, yeah, exactly. you know, yeah. start to take the piss out of yourself, you know. Then then it eases everything. It relaxes everyone else as well. Um, and that's, you just sort of have to free yourself a bit. Just, you know. What's the saying? Being perfectly imperfect? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, what's perfect anyhow? Like, let's let's get real. No one likes no anyone perfect. that's perfect. So it's a really a bad thing to aim for. <laughs> Me and my friends do laugh a lot and we always say we're just a bunch of weirdos. Good. Which is so true. Yeah. So, like, I, I'm thankful that I surround myself like yeah. people like that. Otherwise, I think oh, some millennials I've witnessed maybe at uni or at at work, others that I've come across that are just mm. too uptight, too hy too hypersensitive and well, too serious. Too serious. Yeah. So it's nice to sometimes bring ourselves down to earth and yeah, we just remind to... ourselves just be in the moment, have fun. Yeah. We yeah. have to stop being so serious because it doesn't work. It just doesn't. It doesn't and what for? Like that's the problem is, you know, we're not a big thing I always say is ask why and keep asking why. What is this going to get me? What is this going to get me? What is this going to get me? Yeah. You know, why am I doing it? Why, 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 why? Whatever whatever the next answer is, ask why that, why that, why that? Because we've got to look at it bigger and sort of sometimes it's just about shaking it off and just going, so what? So what I failed or so what I didn't get what I wanted to be or so from your perspective on the why 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 sorry I don't know if I'm yeah. going to ask you questions <laughs> of course you are um why why is it that in your opinion do you think that the millennials or our generation um are, are happy to answer questions on on the future so they know why they want to help the environment and they know why 
you know, technology is taking over. But when it comes to some more maybe serious topics or things about their future, about, you know, settling down, I'm in the middle of my 20s and yeah. I've got... Wow. I've got a clear, yeah, I've got a clear view of where I'd kind of like to be. I try not to make it too planned. Um, <laughs> other people... She's uh, a planner, by the way. It's planner. just her personality. I do You're going to plan no matter what, right? Yeah, I mean, I've got friends like that. <laughs> but it's just it's just my personality. Exactly. It means nothing. But when it comes to, I think, exactly. some of those greater topics about yeah. life and yeah. future, some millennials are quite, they jump quite quickly into the why about some topics and then the why about other topics they, I think, shy away from, like where they see themselves in 10 years or... Oh, yeah, they don't think past yeah, that. Yeah, and, and I think there's two kinds of people in any scenario. But but you know why? It's because it's because of the checkbox, the checkbox check generation that we've created. Because it's like you said, it's all those subtle influences. Because you've been given a list your whole fucking life, whether you realise it or not. Okay, if we send you to these activities after school, if you get this, if you pick this subject, if you get this here, if you get that result, then you can go here, then you can go there. Tick, 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 tick. Mm. It's a tick box. So the reason why they're not answering that is because no one's told them. Because no one's let them fucking think for themselves. Yeah. You know, like I, I always complain that my mum would just throw us out in the backyard. <laughs> like, get out. Get out. I don't want to see your face. It's a sunny day. Get out. Right. Play with twigs. Pretty much my whole <laughs> life. Yeah. And we didn't have anything. Yeah. We didn't have computers for a start. So we were like, okay, I had to go out in the street and get my gang of kids. I was one of the older ones. So I sort of led all the kids and we'd go and steal some stuff from the new houses and then build hopscotch or whatever we did. Amazing. But we had to work out stuff. We had to make stuff ourselves. Yeah. You know, we had to make up our own games and we had to be creative because no one was going to, they didn't care. It's not they didn't care about us. They weren't interested in what we were learning, what we were doing. It wasn't like that. It was very different. When we went to school, if something happened at school and, and I would come home, if just say I did something or something happened to me, I would get hit first before, or, you know, it'd be like, what have you done? You know, like. We'd get blamed. Now it's like, how did you let my sons run out of the classroom? And now the teachers get oh, told my, off. My be- one of my best friends and my mom's a teacher. And yeah. it's never the child's fault. It's insane. <laughs> but it's it's so oh, it's, it's, it's so bad for so many reasons. One, they're not respecting or understanding the job the teacher does. But two, they're teaching the child not to respect adults. Mm. And if you teach a child not to respect any sort of adults or authority then they're going to be fucked yeah you might think you're helping the child but you're not because no one's going to want to deal with them because respect is mutual right so they, that's the problem is twofold now if i was a child and it was a sunny day well one my mother would be doing whatever i wanted the house would be styled the way I wanted if I was five. Yeah. Oh, what else do you want? Okay, oh, she hasn't got one of these. What if her friends come over? Oh, I'll make some cakes for you. I'll drive them over. Like, yeah. you know, oh, and, and you've got your ballet. And, like, everything's for the child. Mm. And there's all these adults around them and less kids because you're being managed. You're being mm. micromanaged through your whole life. Whereas we were, like, thrown into the streets and we had to go and... The only ones in the streets with us were kids, right? So we had to go and hang with other kids. And we spent a lot of time with kids. 
But you guys have spent a lot of time with adults, actually, because you're always, they're managing, micromanaging your life right through all the way. They, and they're doing it because they love you and they want to make your life better, but they're actually making your life harder. And so we one, can't undo it. Well, yeah. So one of my friends that is the school teacher, we were actually having this discussion the other day. How then do you help people understand that more? And we were talking about empathy and mutual respect. And we we spoke about how empathy and mutual respect has it can't necessarily be taught, but it has to be shown. No. It has to be you become products of your environment. And if people are showing empathy and understanding for if I didn't have that empathy and that understanding for your generation and my parents, yeah. I feel like I wouldn't be the kind of person that I am today. And I'm very grateful that they share those stories yeah. and those memories. And they... I'm, I'm happy. Like, I used to be worried about, you know, millennials. I really did. <laughs> I used to be worried because I just felt like I was going to get smashed in the face, in a way, and then, then not be able to handle it. And a lot of them are going through that because you're getting a look a lot of anxiety and yeah, you know, stuff like this but but actually you learn so fast and if you're open to it what I've seen is the people that are open to learning and listening and trying and making mistakes and all the rest of it they learn quick and they they're gonna be fine not only are they gonna be fine they're gonna be do amazing things you know like they're just gonna be okay and their amazing things might be that they go you know what we're just gonna pull it all back and concentrate on just having some fun <laughs> like the amazing thing for me out of everything you've done the thing I'm most proud of that, that you've told me is that you have that those game nights yeah, and that's the thing I'm most proud of. The rest of it could give a shit because <laughs> it's just like. And this year we've changed it to um, someone has to think of or learn a new recipe and cook it for the group. Nice. Just See? like old school. Yeah, but it's just catch ups. It's just nice because I want you. I want you to be able to have the time where you feel good about being a simple person. We're all yeah. none of us are special. We're not. We're just simple people. Like we have qualities certain strengths and qualities that we're good at but then we have all these flaws over the side here which you know i have a lot of those mm. <laughs> but I've, but I've, I've said it before i've realized that's what people like about me mm. is my flaws i mean really there is no perfection you know? mm. i'm not someone who ever got into that realm for some reason it's just not i just can't do it I'm too um, rough and ready or something. I just don't do perfection. But I do people. That's what I do. And I'm more interested in people. Yeah. And people are way more fun. Like, it's way more fun. And it's way more... It's better for you to have that interaction. And the fact that you guys can can do that, can switch off. The, the good thing about playing a game or a board game is then you're not thinking of anyone or anything or you're not thinking of yourself. So if you can do anything that's not thinking of yourself, somehow, <laughs> I mean, it's different if you're playing Cluedo because then you're thinking, God, I'm a good strategist. Yeah. I, I, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. These idiots don't know what I'm doing and I'm going to kick their ass, right? <laughs> but it's fun. Like, you got to laugh. you got to have some more fun. you got to have more laugh. Laughter and stop. I think... 
you know what I think with your generation and the entrepreneurship and all the rest of it is that I feel like and the and the being present the whole thing that we're talking about I feel like you this is going to sound horrible but this is my extrovert I feel like it's all fake it's all fake I feel like the congratulating everyone's fake the doing everything's fake the whole thing's fake and and the reason I say that is because I think it, I think it's still early. I, I think you you haven't got to the stage yet where you can be honest. Mm. You can absolutely be yourself, and you can go, you know what? I hated that, and I don't give a shit that I've got it <laughs> or whatever. Or this person started this, and I don't really like what they're doing. I don't like who they are. I don't like their values. I'm not gonna tell them they're great. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you you guys can't do that yet. And yeah. if someone goes against the norm, you you can attack them, but only if everyone else is attacking them. You know what I mean? So you're not free yet. That's how I see it. I can I can see how you would think that element is fake, and I've seen it happen. Before. Like I've seen it. We're all fake to a degree. Don't get me wrong, right? It's not it's not like our generation has it perfect. They or have done it right. It's not it's not that at all. It's more that there's more. Like less, less genuine. You guys have to sort of follow more rules, it seems mm. to me. You know, like you have to, yeah, it's... It just feels less genuine. But I think the platforms we're given make yeah. it like that. It's the cancel culture thing that everyone talks about. Mm. You know, like no one, if someone wants to trash someone, you know, because they've said something on TV or whatever, they just slam them. And everyone jumps on it. No one goes, well, hang on. What do we really know? What do we really know? What's the real truth? And are we overreacting? Because someone said boo. Because <laughs> oh really, what are they saying? They're not saying anything that bad. What have they done? Like, we're not weighing it up. We're not going, okay, this person put their foot in their mouth, but look at the good they're doing over here. We're not weighing it up. No. We're going, oh, my God, that person, let's trash them. But then is that being fake? That's more being... By just, trashing them. Yeah. They're just doing it for the Yeah, that's being a sheep. It's being... It's like, um... It's like the hanging. My friends and I were... Shouldn't, <laughs> shouldn't have probably laughed, but my friends and I were having a bit of a laugh on New Year's Day because I happened to jump on LinkedIn and Scott Morrison put up a post saying, Happy New Year. We are one and we are free. And oh my God, did he <laughs> get slammed. <laughs> yeah. Just the comments. And I'm going, oh my God. So... You see it everywhere. You see it with people that are leading the nation to, you know, someone that's just putting up a something slightly controversial on yeah. on any platform. But, yeah. yeah, there's just this. And it's annoying. It's ridiculous in a way. Like, honestly, people, what, what could he have said that would have not got a reaction? absolutely nothing we just we all agreed that he should have just not posted anything (laughs) if he wanted no reaction no do you know what i mean but that's and that's the thing and that's what's happening people are free where the fuck is freedom of speech going it's yeah because people are scared to say Say anything anything. this and we are because we're scared to have an opinion and we're scared, like, honestly, Australians are daggy generally, and we should be proud of that. Like, yeah. he's, he's the ultimate dag, Scott Morrison. <laughs> right? But, quite, and, you know, I'm not a fan of his, but 
look at the alternatives. Uh, do you know what I mean? In other countries. Like, like my friends are pretty good at being like, if we're having an argument with each other, yeah. we go, no, nah, I'm entitled to my opinion, you're entitled to yeah. yours. Because if you don't have that mutual yeah. respect, how are you going to have that respect for anybody else? Yeah. And that, you know, same with my parents' generation, yeah. your generation, like you just have to understand and have perspective. I, yeah. I find that one of my driving powers at work, just mm. having to, and I've only learned it, I'd say in the last couple of years, being mm. able to sit and actually you've helped me through some scenarios I've spoken mm. through, just sitting and thinking, but what is their perspective and what is their opinion and why yes. was why did that happen that way? Yeah. Because if you can't stop and see that and understand that, firstly, we're going to be in that scenario one day Yeah. when people are going to be you know, yeah. treating us that way, but also because you learn from it and yeah. also you respond better to scenarios when you understand, exactly. try to understand. Exactly. That's empathy. Mm. That's, that's empathy. Let's talk about the environment because for my, I'm, I'm a little bit cheeky on this because I don't have kids. I'm like, I don't care about the environment. I, it's, it's <laughs> good you way want to the start the reaction. <laughs> oh my God. Good way to start the, the conversation. <laughs> no, it's not true. I mean, it's not that I don't care. I, I, I just say that as a bit of a joke, to be honest. <laughs> You tell me about it. You tell me what you think about it. And I, of course, anyone with half a brain would understand why it's important to your generation. You you plan to live to probably about 100 at least. You've got a lot of years yeah. here. <laughs> I plan to live to 100, hopefully 105. <laughs> no, I am in a big qualm with myself about the environment because I feel like, again, there's nothing I can do right. There is so much I can <laughs> learn and I feel like my job and my contribution to society is not enough. Um, why? And the reason why I say that is I find myself in um, I find myself in trouble constantly by people about the environment, but I also try and do my best. And then tell I me don't why. Know. So, for example, sorry, I'm beating around the bush there. But for example, no. um, I don't want to use. I want to try and limit my use of single-use plastic. I know the reason why that's bad. I don't want to enter in the ocean. I've watched David Attenborough. I'm very scared about the environment. I'm scared about the future. But then I think that the substitute for all of our plastic is, if it's not recyclable, pla- recycled plastic, it's paper. And then you come to the problem about deforestation. And then it just unlocks. I could sit there thinking about this for <laughs> hours on end going, well, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Bloody anything I do is going to impact the environment. There is no perfect way. And, um, and are you guys measuring each other on that? I mean, I'm lucky we don't measure ourselves yeah. each other on the environment. Absolutely. I'm. I try and be really good in my home in educating my family because my parents haven't watched. You know, they don't watch environmental shows on TV. They don't no. understand. They probably don't care. No, it's more. But, but they do care. They just like. But I think it's it. also sometimes. The longer you live, the more you see things that change that you have completely no control over. And that's I, that's what I struggle with. But, yeah. you know, we, like I said, we try and limit our use of um, plastic. We try and recycle as best as we can. But yeah. I, when I'm, you know, when I'm at my, I have a particular group of friends that are really big on it. And when I go and see them, they're very strict on where the, you know, the plastic goes, recycling everything. My cousin works in a kitchen and she's constantly... Um, freezing her scrapped veggie goods and taking it back so that they can be properly um, what's it called? <laughs> um, added to mulch and, you know, used Jesus. in the garden. So there's all yeah. these different ways that you can 
be of use. I think what I struggle with is such my minimal impact sometimes. You know, if I'm really going to change the world, should I stop driving my car? Should I stop? It's a very big topic. (laughs) Stop, 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 stop. Stop putting. (laughs) It's not your job to change the world. Full stop. Yeah, but I think you can do your bit. Yeah. But stop at that, right? It's a bit like just be res- be respectful enough, right, to go, okay, these are the things I'm going to do. I'm going to recycle. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Like I have for my charities, this I have three World Vision children and I'll give money where I want here and there and there. That's it, mm. right? I've, I know that's enough. It's enough for me or what I've done. For I recycle, even though I say I don't give <laughs> I, I, you know, I try and get paper bags or whatever. Yeah, or, and I promise you, know, you, it's not keeping yeah. me from sleeping. No, it's just, good. it's just yeah. this challenge in my head that I'm thinking. God, but, you want to be able to help, and is just doing those but things within my home. Stop enough. putting the whole world on your shoulders for a start, right? You can't. You can't. But you, I think you just can't believe. It's hard to believe in anything. It's hard to know whether this, this is the problem, right? This is this is what you guys have walked into is no one believes in anything. We've created that somehow. Is it better? I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes I think feel like when everyone were, were sheep, it was better. <laughs> it's definitely easier if you're a sheep. You know, I mean, some people are, are very religious and, and people believed in religion and they believed in our religious leaders and then other people believed in our politicians. And, you know, our successful business people, now we don't believe in anyone. And the studies are there. Young people do not believe in anyone except their parents generally or their, you know, and their mum's their best friend. You know, like it's so narrow who they really believe in. Um, And we don't, we lost that. Whereas I think for me growing up with Gen X, baby boomers, there were a lot of the leaders we we respected. Mm. You know, we respected them generally. I'm talking generally, of course. We sort of, okay, these are important people and they know what they're doing and we trusted them and respected them. Now we don't respect anyone, it seems to me. Like I cannot point to one job, there must be one job out there, that people look at and go, okay, that person's adding value to the world and I'm happy with them. They don't like, no one likes anyone. They don't like doctors, lawyers, dentists bloody CEOs, they don't like religious leaders, they don't like politicians, they don't like actresses and actors. Who do they like? Who do we like? No one. Zip. So who can we, how can we possibly be someone that everyone respects when we don't respect anyone? Who do we respect? We've taken, we don't respect women who, who work and have children. We don't respect women who have children and stay at home. We don't respect women who don't have children. (laughs) As a woman for a start, like what are your choices? You're not respected any way you go and it's always your fault, whatever route you've gone down. So we've just, we've been way too hard on people. We're judging people as if they're doing it all wrong and I would do it differently. And that's not considering that life comes along and shit happens to everyone all along, you know. I mean, COVID's fucking, that's that's a reminder for everyone of, of what can happen. But with the environment, 
look, it's really hard. I mean, there's pe- there's people that are passionate about all sorts of things. For me, I and there's people who are really passionate about what happens to animals, and you know, and I, yeah. I I think all that's good. I'm glad that there are people doing that. I'm more passionate about what's happening to women. I'm way more passionate about that. I'm way more passionate about fucking violence in the homes and all this stuff and how many women are getting killed every week that pisses me off mm. that i want to do something about that i've been lucky i haven't experienced that but I'm, wow mm. there's something in me that wants to, to stop that i want to stop that before i give a shit about what's going on in my plastic bag before i give a shit about you know yeah something I think you're else right. it's all about your personal values yeah. and morals yes. and then maybe not i think what i need to what i struggle with is i want to help a little bit of everything i know i can't change the world but i would like to say that i I would like to help a charity i'd like to help say you know do something for the environment but i think if you remember what your core values are and your morals and you stick to doing the right thing and you're happy with doing the right thing yeah and whether that means setting your own you know five things you're going to do at home to be more environmentally friendly and but you know my actual passion is women's education and focusing yes on helping women's education where i can by donating money or doing a run or whatever it is but but make it one make it one make it one thing right Mm -hmm. this is the thing this is still because of the way you've been brought up to to try and be the best You've really been brought up to be a robot, unfortunately, not a human being. Because humans can't do what you guys are trying to do. They just can't. Humans are not good at everything. And you guys are trying to be good at everything. We just can't be. The best thing is that you've got a group of friends and one of your friends is great on the environment. You're going to take this other side and look up. You know what I mean? You yeah, can't do everything. Do pick your lane and stay at the same time developing understanding for what the other person's doing you can have understanding but if you try and become them that's that's letting yourself down right in a way Mm. if you try and know everything they know that's not that's not smart because you'll never do it Mm. you'll either have to become them which means there's two of you doing that instead of one person doing this bit or or you're never going to do it quite right right or you're taking yourself away from where you really belong yeah, actual passion, yeah. where you really belong because we all have a role to play in what we do mm. you know and it doesn't have to be a big role I keep saying my role is I want to enrich people's lives or empower people empower women especially so, I think like I've joined the sustainability team at work and that's been amazing. Like we've done some incredible initiatives. See, you're still trying to prove that you're doing that. You don't have to do that. I don't have to, but I have enjoyed doing it because it was either join the social club or join that. I wanted to do something to help. Some yeah. people just don't want to do anything as well. You've got to remember like not everyone is extroverted and actually does want to put their of hand course, up and of help. Course, of course. So you feel, not you don't, I don't know, I just, you know, you join and it's a way of meeting new people but join the things that really tick, really make you feel something. Yeah. That's that's what I would say. It might well be that. But try and try and think um, what gives you that sensation and, and make sure the sensation's really there. Make sure it's a physical sensation. It's not like, oh, my friends will be happy with me that I've done this. Fuck that. <laughs> because in 20 years' time, half of them won't be your friends for a start, unfortunately. Be nice so. if they would. I know. I mean, I hope they will. But yeah. <laughs> but you know, women aren't women aren't good at that. Half of them so. have babies. Half of them don't, and things change, and you know, whatever. Oh, Life changes. 
Hey? Hey, yeah, or they're living all over the world or something like that. But what I mean is try to try and find who you really are. And that's hard because at the moment you're still you're and you're aware. You're aware of this and you're aware of the life and the pressures on you. You know, a lot of people aren't aware, like we were saying. Talk about but you're it. aware, but you're still so programmed to try and do it all. That's going to be my mission. <laughs> to try and unprogram me. Yeah, but look, one thing you have to realize is your personality. You can, you're like me, you can do fucking 10 things at once while someone's doing one thing anyhow. Mm. Right? You'll do that. And that's a good thing. Like, the world needs some crazy people like us out there trying to hit everything that moves. But but make sure it's what you really value. Mm. And, and, and make sure also have enough faith in other people that they've got the other stuff. Mm. That's right. true. Right? Because if you try and do it all, it means you don't believe anyone else can. You do it. And they can. There's and some, there are people doing There's it. some amazing people out there doing some amazing stuff, right? Mm. They don't need us. We can't, and we can't, because we're the wrong people for them to help in that sense, right? So have enough faith that they're going to take that part. We I don't kind of actually always says that to me. He goes, try and do one task extremely well instead of doing sometimes 15 half-heartedly. And that doesn't apply because sometimes no. it is good to be a multitasker and do multiple Well, you things. just have to be who you are, right? Yeah. And, and you work that out as you go mm. through life. You just, you know... You just, it's where you get your energy and how you do things. But try and do it in the way that you know that it's really who you are. It's not about trying to impress anyone else. It's about trying to impress yourself and where you feel really good. Mm. And you'll know it because after you've done it, you'll feel good. You know, whereas if it's just for, I mean, there's things that we have to do to put us where we want to be so we can help society. You know what I mean? Like doing the master's degree is for some people, they absolutely just love study, study, study. And like it fulfills them. But for others, it's like, I need that box ticked. So it opens these doors because I, I need these doors open so I can help here. Right. But, it, and that's fine to do it in that sense. You know what I mean? But always be on the path that, that you want to go down mm. and, Stop the distraction. That's the biggest issue for you guys. We need we, we could do a whole podcast on distraction. Well, that's a whole that's a problem for all of us now. Is we keep being distracted here, well, here, here, here. Yeah, yeah, and that, but that that's right. But that's why we're not being everything that we could be. You know, because we we're, we're trying to do five million things at once. Because hmm. we're distracted. Oh. And fucking hell, how what, How can we not be distracted? Because we, we just open the door and we take our first step. We're going down this path because we know it. That's where we want to go. And then it's like Minority Report when he's got all those things coming mm. at him left, right and centre. That's what our life is like. So, all these signals. So we almost have to curate our own life, right? We have to have this guard up and we only let in what's really valuable. Mm. That's hard. That that means don't read those fucking comments on Scott Morrison's. Yeah, that's what it means. Like that's just, just an example. It's just a distraction. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I but... know though. I'm very aware of things that I do. <laughs> trust me. I often say to myself out loud, 
why did I just do that? Yeah, yeah. So I try and... Oh, well, we were always going to do it. Yeah, no, but yeah. at least I feel better because I'm trying to learn to, exactly. to be aware about things. And I'm trying to set boundaries so that I don't... Awareness is all you need. You'll never be perfect. Well, like, we no. always will still do it. I know exactly who I am and what I want to do and all the rest of it. And I get distracted all the time <laughs> and I get dragged in the wrong... Sometimes you enjoy it. You know, like you know, there was one point in time exactly. where I genuinely liked sitting on my phone looking at videos for half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> but then I thought, okay, maybe yeah. half an hour is a bit too long. But you know what I mean? Like yeah. sometimes... It's just awareness. Yeah, yeah, just having awareness. Yeah. But going a little bit easier on yourself, that would be nice. Yes. Do you think you can do that? I can do that. No, you can't. <laughs> you, you really can't. You really can't. You've got high standards for yourself, which is good, but... No, know when to turn it down or know when to go. I want you to go. Oh, yeah, I told Michelle I was going to live to 105. So, Miss Planner. So, don't live to 105. No, no, plan it out. Plan it out. Plan That's it out, Miss Planner. Yeah, see? No, no I want you to think about all those years so you don't think, okay, I've got to do it all by the time I'm fucking 28, right? Well, I, maybe I could pick up a new master's one, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you can do one at 40, 50, 60, 70. There's a lot of years that's on right. up there. <laughs> There's a lot. Oh, God. <laughs> think about it. That's what people don't think. 40, 50, 60, 70, 80. That's you know what's a... funny? That's probably the time you need to have your mind busy and active. Of course. Not but the it's... time. Because I, I think of those years as, oh, I'll just relax. What, for 80 <laughs> years? For 40 years? No, but that's what I mean. You just don't... I'm but that's good in so a, far. I think in a way I like that young people don't think that's part of me. Part of me worries that I shouldn't make you think like that. You know, part of me is like, no, no, let them be in denial. But, <laughs> but the other side of me is like, no, I want you to realize that the way we look at society, people are old from 40, which is bollocks. But apparently people are old from 40, right? No, I don't believe that. So, so then that's so many years we've got where we're supposed to just be old. Bullshit. There's, every decade we're going to be doing interesting things. So I want people to go, yeah, I want to do lots of things, but I've got a long time to do it. You know, there's other people who think, no, you don't, your life's short, you've got to get on with it. Well, yes and no. Yes and no. In some circumstances. Yeah. Not, not most. No, and... And, you know, what's the point of hitting the top at fucking 30 if you've got to live another 50 years, 60 years? Where do you go from there? That's right. You know, you have to start again. And just, just I think balance. to view life a little bit differently, it's not a linear road. It's not, go, I'm going on that mountain and then I'll just hang on the top of that mountain and then it's gone. It just, it's not like that at all. Mm. It's more like a roller coaster. <laughs> You've just quoted something from The Queen's Gambit. I just finished watching it on Netflix. I don't know if you've seen it. Yes. Did you see it? The yeah. The 16-year-old Russian boy that was about to be the champion. And she yeah. said, if you win now, what's the point? Yeah. What else have you got left to do? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just, it actually, so, sometimes <laughs> watching things like that make me think as well, which is yeah. interesting. But, yeah. But it's a journey. Anyhow, I think we should end now. We could talk forever, we could of talk, course. We could talk forever. <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you, too.